नमस्कार लिसनर्स एंड वेलकम टू अ न्यूली रीब्रांडेड द वैल्यू को शो आई एम योर होस्ट रमन आर पॉडकास्ट इज ऑल अबाउट डिस्कसिंग द लेटेस्ट टॉपिक्स एट इकोनॉमिक इंडस्ट्रियल एंड माइक्रो लेवल्स वी स्ट्राइव टू एड वैल्यू टू अवर लिसनर्स नॉलेज बेस एंड आंसर क्वेश्चन टू असिस्ट यू इन मेकिंग योर माइंड द लिसनर योर फीडबैक इज इम्पॉर्टेंट लिसनर एंड सजेशन आर मोस्ट वेलकम एट डब्ल्यू 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 डॉट इनफो एट द रेट वैल्यू को कैपिटल डॉट इन थैंक्स फॉर ट्यूनिंग इन Hello and welcome back listeners to another episode of the Value Co show. I am your host Raman. Today we are joined by Nishant Anija. Nishant is currently working as a decision analyst at ZS Associates and used to be a former analyst in interest rate markets for Zion Multi Ventures Private Limited. He has a peculiar interest in tracking the movements in the gold prices and interest rates. Welcome Nishant. Thanks Raman for having me on the show. Uh, really looking forward to uh, interesting discussions ahead and yeah I think uh, this should be fun. Yeah, it would be. So, listeners, today's topic of discussion would be the rally that is currently observed in the gold prices in international markets, the factors that influence this rally, and some predictions of its momentum. Let's start with the line of questioning. This rally has touched quite a nerve among the market trackers, haven't it, Nisha? Yeah, man, for sure. Uh, I think you know in this rally, all the usual norms that we know about the prices move, the gold prices movement has been broken. Uh, you know, the gold prices have beaten their past highs that were observed, if I'm not wrong, in September 2011. And you know, we can certainly say with the kind of prices we are seeing in the past couple of months, that gold has certainly grabbed the eyeballs of you know a lot of participants in the markets. And of course, I mean, you know, even the people who don't uh, you know really trade in the markets a lot, they also you know are are certainly talking about gold right now. Uh, the sheer force with which the prices have gone up, and you know, breaking a lot of crucial resistances, and you know, the most important resistance of the all-time high, you know, it's not something that we see every day. It's not an everyday phenomenon, and it's quite remarkable considering the current pandemic scenario, with the geopolitical, uh, you know, angles and the masala news that keeps popping up since this has been, you know, started in March or you know at the end end of February to be precise. and you know this is something which you know it's quite unprecedented and i think you know uh, this is something you know we will keep reading about a lot uh, this rally is something you know of a topic that people will you know remember going ahead so sure. talking about the conventional norms you mentioned uh, here mm-hmm. is one there's an inverse relationship between the gold prices and equity indices movements is this trend relevant to in today's markets yeah uh, if we you know okay uh, so i mean this depends a lot on the time frame that we are observing so if we look at the returns for the past 4 months along the gold prices you know uh, they might you know you might observe a small divergence in the overall trend so the overall trend is a negative uh, you know if there is an inverse relationship to be a frank with gold prices and the equity index movements but you know in the past 4 months they it has been you know going a bit haywire and uh, the way in which the gold is moving is is a very crucial parameter to note about this so uh, when covid hit usa in fact uh, you know uh, fed was really quick in their responses they you know cut interest rates back to 0% in like in, in a matter of 2 weeks uh, and between those time uh, you know the normal convention says whenever fed cut rates you know the dollar should become weak and you know the money supply increases gold should go up but you know in fact the exact opposite happened during that time i mean between march 10th to march 20 i mean we can see a perfect negative correlation between gold and the dollar index 
uh, and this is this was very weird. I mean, in fact, gold. Uh, I mean, dollar index went up to one hundred and four, and gold went down to you know around fifteen hundred dollars, and you know this happened all bit all in March. You know, I mean, if you look back from today, you know, if we see gold was at fifteen hundred dollars in March, I think you know our heads will certainly turn. You know, actually, okay, what just happened there? You know, and yeah. if we talk about June, in June, uh, when dollar, you know, started going down, gold jumped un- at an unprecedented pace. You know, in every month it was gaining on an average one fifty to one one fifty dollars, and you know, but the dollar index at the same time, it wasn't you know falling with that pace with, at which the gold was jumping up. And if you add, and you know, if you see at the same time, Dow. Was increasing with gold, so you know this is also a correlation that we don't expect to see every day because you know, like we said, if you see the overall trend, the equity markets are are at an inverse relation with the gold prices. But you know, uh, in the past few to four months, quite frankly, everything has been weird, and you know, I think yeah, uh, this is something uh, to study about, and the correlation for now is suspended, in fact, uh, and we don't know till when you know uh, we can see it resume the normal path. so um since you know everything that is happening around us usually happens in uh, you know not in, in decades but in centuries mm-hmm. these events take place in centuries so can we term this as an anomaly uh yes i mean i won't say it's an 100% an anomaly yes but certainly it's more likely to be an anomaly uh you know past researches have established in fact that this in this in there is an inverse relationship and uh we do hope this might continue in the future uh but again uh, as you know like we are in unconventional times i think you know if this continues for another year or so dictionary will remove the word conventional in fact <laughs> uh <laughs> right and uh, you know it just happens to be that you know recovery in equity indices are occurring at the same time as you know the investors and traders are you know kind of trying to protect their value by investing in gold and at the same time federal reserve is reducing their interest rates as well which has quite a significant effect on the money supply so uh, you know yeah, i think this is is more likely to be an anomaly but uh, i mean to add to this point i think one of the biggest factors that i can you know attribute to this would be volatility so uh, in when this crisis hit i think the one of the things that you know we need to notice is how high vix jumped this time so the vix uh, for our listeners i would like to like, you know tell what what vix is vix is a volatility index that you know tells what kind of volatility are we seeing in the equity markets it generally is around with values of 11 and 12 uh, if, if you see the overall trend but in march when it, when you know the covid 19 pandemic hit it rose to levels of about 85 you know it was like around a seven fold increase so this was quite unprecedented and you know this kind of volatility jumps sparks fear in the market Right. and you know it doesn't take time to you know uh, it doesn't take time for a spark to you know spread into a fire so i think right now what we are seeing uh, you know gold the way it's rallying i think you know uh, it is just the beginning of the fire and you know it's just returning to where it actually belongs okay that's that's interesting way of putting it um yeah. what reasons along with the value prediction view do you think is mm-hmm. driving this rally um 
Okay, so you know, uh, let's just think it from a basic point of view. I mean, you know, so that you know, uh, we all can understand from like the most talked about things that you know, we, when when we talk about investing in gold, the most common reason that you can find on this earth, I think, it will be an inflation hedge. Uh, you know, from past decades and everything, and everybody has been telling that you know, gold is a perfect inflation hedge. You should invest right, in gold right. if you're if you're if, most if talked you're trying, about. Yeah, most talked about. yeah, yeah, exactly. It's mo- it's you know the most talked about reasons. Uh, but you know the kind. Uh, of stimulus that federal reserve is you know printing more money and you know providing liquidity in the financial markets i think uh, it is uh, you know the value is expected to decline so as a reason investors are you know rushing towards gold to hedge against inflation as all the money supply indicators are are you know bound to increase with the ongoing waves of stimulus uh, with you know uh, the trump government giving to the uh, people of us so that has a very big effect on the value of gold as well another reason i guess you know driving this rally is of course the countries as we know uh, dollar is a reserve currency but whenever uh, you know the central banks across the world fear that you know that dollar might lose its value you know uh, that there is a lot of uh, money supply and circulation going around they do try to buy some gold to improve their balance sheets and uh, if they want to buy more gold so you know they will enter into the gold markets as well and that also adds to the price momentum prime examples would this be uh, you know for russia and china i think these two countries have been buying gold before the pandemic as well so you know uh, i've been tracking them from 2017 and you know they have been buying it on a very consistent uh, uh, trend and there are several reports that you know they uh, they bought it at an alarm, alarmingly high rate and this is very strange because you know if a lot of central banks are trying to buy so much gold and hold against it you know this might be you know kind of a thing that you know will impact geopolitical uh, you know angles ahead because some of the history is rhyming with the same france did exactly the same in 1960s just before uh, you know the breton wood system in which you know dollar was tied to gold uh, collapsed so france did actually benefit from that in the end and uh, i think yeah uh, it I mean, we have some interesting times ahead as you know, central banks are trying to buy gold to improve their balance sheets. Uh, but this time, I feel, I mean, uh, so this is uh, you know my last point to this, to your question right now. I think uh, the investors, traders, and all the fund managers, you know, in the financial system, uh, they kind of you know have a very good understanding of what Federal Reserve will do going ahead in like you know at least in the next two to three years. Uh, the reason being, uh, the Fed, the federal chair, uh, Jerome Powell, has been very vocal about it that you know he won't go into the negative territory of interest rates. So you know everyone is confident that you know the graphs won't invert, and you know so the only way that we can sustain in a weak economy, at least you know that's how we see it coming for the next couple of years, is through quantitative easing, uh, in short, money print. So Fed has shown in the last recession of twenty, uh, you know, in twenty in two in two thousand and eight. that they can sustain uh, you know qe with 0% interest rates for some amount of years and uh, and you know the rates will stay around there so i think that's a very big bullish indicator for gold because the last time rates went to 0% gold did jump from 2008 to 2011 uh, and you know that kind of a gold rush i think we can expect to uh, see again and i think we are in the middle of it to be honest these reasons are uh... making quite sense i i didn't knew that there was a geopolitical angle also to it 
Mm-hmm. I thought it to be a more macro factors like how economy works, but adding a geopolitical angle certainly gives this mystery quite a twist. So, mm-hmm. while studying the trends, uh, Nishant, I came across mm-hmm. that uh, Dow Jones has been consistent, consistently establishing highs in the past decade, but gold prices have beaten their highs in. September 2011 and then beating this this high of, of September 2011 in February 2020 like almost yep, yep. almost like 9 years so yeah. uh, what do you think uh, are the reasons behind this trend okay uh, so you know i think uh, we need to like understand uh, you know why gold fell from its all time high of 1900 dollars in 2011 uh, to around rise around uh, 1100 i saw that in 2015 uh, price report so uh, i think the best way to explain that would be as follows uh, in global financial recession you know in 20, in 2008 uh interest rates were eventually cut to 0% by ben bandab by ben bernanke uh, he was a federal chairman at that point of time and you know he started qe as a way to pump the economy and you know started buying uh, bonds and uh, tre- treasuries on the federal reserve balance sheet uh money supply had to increase as a result and gold rallied in fear so uh, the rally between 2008 to 2011 it was because you know uh, we you know interest rates were being cut money supply was being increased on an year on year basis and you know we just people just kept buying gold in the fear that money supply will keep on increasing but after 2011 and in 2012 you know uh, the analysts started realizing that maybe they just overdid the gold rally so it consolidated a bit but in 2013 federal reserve came out with a big gun saying that we might stop the quantitative easing process and you know and we might you know slowly start releasing the the treasuries you bought in the past few years so this indicated in the market that money supply will actually kind of go down because if fed fed stops the quantitative easing that money supply will kind of become under control and you know will be uh, you know the price the pricing of gold which was based on the money supply and the quantitative easing uh, that reason started to fade away so gold just came down in a, in a downtrend and this taper tantrum went on till 2013 to 2015 where you know fed came like we'll taper we'll taper from this date we'll not taper so you know there were a lot of comments going around uh, in the news which kind of helped gold in the downtrend then uh, you know when janet yellen became the fed uh, the, the federal chair you know uh, she had multiple rate hikes and you know this is a classic correlation you know whenever uh, you know interest rates rise gold you know just goes down because you know people can invest you know uh, the money flows where the interest rate is right, right and you know gold was already in a downtrend so people just you know just put their money where they were earning something than just staying with gold and you know no hope of quantitative easing coming back and uh, you know uh, i think if we you know understand how this happened you know that will give a lot of answers to why the rally is happening right now right right i would agree so, yeah yeah however in, in the past decade uh, from the last high of 1 september 2011 till august 16 2020 gold has shown mm-hmm. a return of 1.24% but dow jones has shown a return of 136% in the same period why uh, why gold is not not uh, not is not given such a great result as dow what do you think are mm-hmm. the reasons 
uh actually i agree with your analysis i mean if you look at the analysis from this point of view i think you know uh, it does seem like gold hasn't really performed much and you know dow has outperformed gold uh but you know i think we can also choose to look at it a bit differently in a five year time period perhaps you know uh, so we had gold at 1050 dollars in 2015 and you know if we look at the trend from 2015 to 2020 i think gold has given uh, more than well, 100% returns in five years you know you know at a cagr level i think gold has outperformed dow in the past five years so uh, you know i think uh, it i mean we can see the uh, the returns however we like i mean we can see it in a 10 year period or a five year period uh, the fact is in 20, in 2008 to 2011 there was a rate cutting cycle which you know helped gold to rise and after to 2011 those reasons kind of started to drop down and at the end of 20 you know 2019 2020 these reasons started to come up when the economy was started you know when the economy started facing some turbulence so you know uh, i think there is just a famous quote that you know which can explain the behavior around gold uh, like it's it, it goes like uh, there are decades when nothing happens and then there are weeks where decades happen you know there are weeks when the price action will be so huge that you will not regret holding something for more than few years So I so think the statement. View, so your view, so your view and observation can depend upon the time frame that you are choosing. That yeah, exactly. I yeah, yeah. That's quite an interesting take, and that's quite an interesting way of explaining it. The quote certainly summarizes mm-hmm. it better. Uh, something that we have not yet touched upon: the relationship mm-hmm. between the legendary trio, crude, dollar, and mm-hmm. gold. Okay. How do you think their relationship changed over time? Um, honestly, this is a very good question because you know if we can understand these three things in the financial system, I think you know uh, we have understood like most of the factors that you know we can think about. Uh, you know, in uh, that's been taught everywhere in the you know uh, the trading seminars, investing uh, books, and and everywhere. I think this is a deadly triangle of gold, crude, and dollar. Uh, so I'll start uh, explaining gold and dollar first, because I think that's uh, that has been the history for a longer period of time, and you know has been traded much more. So these gold and dollar can be called as the twin pillars or twin anchors of the monetary policy system. Uh, they go back in history, where you know after World War Two, Europe was kind of like over. They were in a financial mess. USA, you know. set up a lot of financial institutions there a lot of firms went there and opened up their centers you know they brought a lot of dollars with them so they basically made euro back you know by lending them a lot of dollars and the dollars which found their way into the european market they were termed as euro dollars so you know uh, and dollar was you know established as a world reserve currency after world war 2 uh, using the bretton woods system so what is the bretton woods system i'll just you know explain in like a few seconds uh you can ex- you can uh, convert your dollars into gold at 35 dollars an ounce it's fixed you know price will stay same it won't change so a lot of dollars you know went out of us into a lot of countries which you know helped them develop and you know it it kept going on for like around 20 years uh but then uh you know bretton woods system had a policy you know it had a problem the more money that left united states the more vulnerable united states become became to you know a uh, dollar being converted into gold at any point in time uh, france as an example in 1960s they just went ahead 
and you know uh, they converted a lot of their dollars into gold in 1965 to 67 and that scared uh, us a lot you know what happens when the the other countries come and you know they just keep doing the same so in 1971 uh, richard nixon it's you know it, it famously called the nixon shock it was so shocking you know he didn't even consult imf before this he just announced that uh, the relationship between gold and dollar has been removed that's it and uh, the relationship between you know 35 dollars an ounce that's removed so that you know like broke the shackles on gold and it just started rising and rising and rising from that point so that's why you know in 1970s to 1980 you see gold like breaking a lot of barriers and you know that attributes to the trend analysis a lot now due to that due to these uh, gold rally and due to the breaking of chains in the gold and dollars uh, inflation in united states went crazy i mean you know it was so high that fed had to raise interest rates up to 20% to bring down inflation i mean right now i mean we are at 0% i mean we were at 4% in the last recession and fed went till 20% to control inflation you know i think that is something substantial and i don't think we'll see that any time ahead in the future to be honest having said all that i mean you know having said all the jargon and all the history about gold and dollar i think now uh, we'll be in a much better place to understand what's happening with crude and oil to be uh, to be frank uh, oil is like a currency of manufacturing and transport right so if gold and dollar represent uh, the the monetary system oil represent the manufacturing and transporting system earlier middle east was the hub of oil you know every you know they were the swing producer of oil uh, by same swing producer i mean they produce the maximum amount in the world so in 1970s there was an oil shock that created inflation in the us that oil shock came from middle east there were some wars going on there which you know hampered the supply of oil which you know created uh, you know dollar i mean crude went up from 1 $2 a barrel to $5 $10 it it just kept increasing like crazy amounts so that attributed to a lot of inflation but considering the history where middle east was the oil hub i think in the last few years oil has been changing some trajectory because now united states has become the new swing producer of oil i think there was uh, a shale revolution fracking uh, I mean, I'm not an expert on this, but there is some technology of fracking by which US, you know, could improve their oil production. And due to that, uh, you know, they have been producing more oil than Russia uh, or you know, Saudi Arabia. I think you know now these three are the big oil producers in the world. So now, considering US can produce a lot more oil, you know, that means they their production levels can influence the global oil prices. so before the shale revolution it was simple it was saudi arabia they dictated the price but with time in the past few years i think uh, you know the the slight inverse relation that have was historically has been you know slowly you know showing signs of a weak positive uh, relation in you know sometimes in the past few years so that is uh, you know i think a topic for another day but yeah uh, i think uh, crude has been uh, you know moving a lot around this and you know in fact this is something quite unprecedented and you know in the years to come dollar might just be a petro currency uh, you know it might be behaving like a petro currency meaning when oil prices goes up so does the dollar
quite uh, quite a long yeah. answer yeah <laughs> yeah yeah, uh, but, yeah uh, but we certainly need, but, but we certainly need to understand that there is a lot of fundamental factors involved a lot of history involved in this and yeah, yeah. quite a quite an expert in explaining so i hope our listeners are enjoying uh, the topics here so talking about tracking the trends in the market Mm-hmm. Can a prediction be made uh, for gold prices into the future? Mm, I think we can make a prediction about it, uh, but for doing that, I think we need to first understand the previous trends, and you know, uh, so that you know, uh, it you know, it can bring more confidence into the prediction that you're going to about to say. You know, so I I think I, I'll just give some insight on you know why uh, we are making certain predictions, and you know, what is the data behind uh, our our research as well. Sure. So, looking at the data from the past fifty years, uh, you know we saw gold price rally in the late seventies due to inflation caused by uh, the oil shock from the Middle East to US. In you know that rise was so uh, you know humongous. In fact, you know dollar. I mean, gold went from hundred dollars to seven hundred dollars. You know, it was like a six hundred percent increase in three years. as a result you know the fed chairman had to increase rates to 20% like i mentioned in the previous question and you know that brought back uh, gold to 300 dollars so i mean it was a classic inverse relationship which we study in our books every uh, you know in every course similarly uh, you know in 2001 2011 uh, dollar started at at 250 dollars but then it increased to 1900 dollars it's again a 600% to 700% gain and you know between 2001 and 2011 2001 the, the tech bubble burst so that helped dollar 2008 we had the global financial recession that helped dollar so we had two cycles of interest rate declines which attributed to its gain if we break down this trend of 2001 to 2011 into 2005 to 2008 i mean you know before the global financial recession gold rallied from $400 to $1000 you know this is when you know just before the crisis hit in the in the mortgage market now this was something where the correlation was suspended because you know we had rate hikes in the same time so this was totally a, and you know a fear driving the rally of gold but from 2008 to 2011 it went from $1000 to $1900 because the interest rates were cut So you know, so summarizing this point, I mean, you know, uh, for our listeners, I think I will like to you know just uh, mention it in a very easy way. So whenever there are interest rates cutting cycles, gold has shown tendency of pushing up every time. And even when there are you know uh, interest rates rising cycles in periods of inflation, still gold has maintained its maintained its strength. So you know, there are many points in the history from 60s, 70s, 80s, and you know now in you know 2021, uh, 2011 as well, where you know gold has you know consistently shown upward momentum whenever there is any turbulence in any kind of financial matters. It now so talking about that with all the history and you know all the pricing, all the years and you know everything, I think uh, now I can you know uh, move ahead to the main point. You know what is my prediction and you know why I'm saying it. So, considering the price of 2015 gold was $1,100, right? Right. It was $1,100 because it went down from $1,900. So, taking let's just take that as a base, right? I think the gold price may see a hike of 600 to 700 percent again 
from six to seven years from today. And you know, if we say a base of one thousand dollars, so you know, a six six hundred percent increase would be like seven thousand dollars. You know, uh, gold per ounce, or you know, it might range from seven thousand to eight eight thousand dollars per ounce. So some somewhere around seven thousand to eight thousand four hundred. Yeah, uh, that's yeah. I mean, seeing the previous uh, you know rallies that happened you know in history and you know seeing it from a forty year time period, I think you know we do have certain amount of data frame to see you know like gold has shown these kind of doubling and you know uh, multiplying effects in pricing. And I think you know with the kind of conditions we are in, the bit of unconventional uh, days we are in, I think this can happen again. And you know. The history is not, you know, is not that history does not perfectly repeats, but it surely does rhyme. So, you know, I think this a lot of the conditions are rhyming to me again. So, hence the so stars are aligning uh, to give the same prediction. We can say. Yeah, definitely. I mean, because you know we are in an interest rate cutting cycle, but you know I think the cycle ended in March. It started in March and it ended in March in ten days. <laughs> Uh, but, so I I don't well, think we'll unconventional go. time, right? Yeah, unconventional time. Uh, earlier we used to have like one or two years where interest rates were being cut, you know, twenty five basis point every quarter, fifty basis point every quarter. But we just had ten days and one point five percent was shelved off of federal interest rate in ten days. So you never know what's going to happen, but that's for sure. The turbulence is way more higher uh, than it was last time. Than it was in the previous times, and you know, I think that is in fact the. I mean, if if you want to have, if you want to like have a reason to buy gold, I think that is alone in and that is alone enough to make you purchase gold because you know we have never seen this kind of a stimulus, this kind of a fear in the financial system before, and I think this this fear will stay in the minds of investors and traders for like at least five years from now, and hence my forecast stands for you know another five to six years. um quite quite uh, quite an interesting take on yeah. prediction uh shouldn't we take into consideration cryptocurrency here like what role it will play in the upcoming times or not only gold because a lot of uh, talk has been going around uh, cryptocurrency so mm-hmm. how it will help uh, the central banks uh, in up- in upcoming future in uh, reserving their value Mm-hmm. so what ro- role do you think uh, cryptocurrency will play um so i think you know uh, before we start the cryptocurrency you know i just like to add a news point to you so that you know uh, our listeners are aware about this so people's bank of china you know re- uh, announced that they will release their own crypto in 2020 so uh, you know i think this is a very interesting phenomenon uh, very interesting news in fact to you know uh, talk about in the financial world as of now because china was one of the first countries to ban crypto on their country in their country so you know while us was buying a lot of cryptos you know everybody was you know in a crypto mania you couldn't buy cryptos in china but now china is the first central bank to you know actually launch their own crypto saying that now i'll move on to uh, your question uh, you know like why crypto i mean crypto as an asset class you know uh, if you think about it so crypto has a lot of similarities with gold if we consider its scarcity phenomenon Uh, we all know how Bitcoin operates. So Bitcoin, you know, it's a limited amount of supply. Only twenty-one million can be mined, and you know, with time, the uh, those coins will come into circulation, but it will stop once it reaches that twenty-one million, uh, uh, you know, uh, count. Uh, 
with time if if it's scarce just like gold gold is not unlimited right so that's why the price discovery it happens every time so cryptos i think has a very similar backdrop and with the young generation you know preferring cryptos and you know with all the bitcoins uh, you know talk going around i think we can potentially see some good swings around both gold and cryptos in a similar manner and both will become a store of value due to their scarcity and the easy money policies by the central bankers uh, so i mean just to explain the easy money policy uh, i mean when the interest rates are very low for a longer period of time like we are in right now and uh, you know the diversion in money supply by the central banks which you know the quantitative easing the money printing you know it will it you know can hinder the realization of our predicted forecast not by a huge percent uh, you know of course by some percentage in fact so you know in the previous rallies in the past 40 50 years crypto was not an asset class when gold was popping and you know we didn't really have any other asset class to you know represent a value of scarcity to which you know can be linked with the currency system but now we do have something and i think some of the money supply that gets added into the system will find its way into cryptos and it can it has the potential to you know take away some of the rally in gold i i mean i cannot speculate how much but it could have some significant amount of impact but i think yeah that uh, will be seen in the future perhaps yes i uh, certainly agree with you there looking at the market caps of gold which ranges around usd 9 trillion and the market cap of crypto mm-hmm. which ranges around 370 billion dollars um yeah i don't I, i don't think that the money supply diversion to crypto would impact uh, your prediction by much but mm-hmm. uh, yeah it may be the factor that uh, the prediction number may not be realized fully like yeah, some margin yeah. would be there in between however mm-hmm. uh, crypto entrepreneurs like anthony pompliano are predicting that the market cap of bitcoin would exceed uh, that of gold by 2029 which mm-hmm. uh, i think is a quite an ambitious prediction there isn't it ishish yeah uh, i think you know it is an ambitious prediction uh, but you know i would not you know speculate or you know uh, would say that prediction is like you know quite you know it's something impossible it is it is ambitious but it's certainly possible because we you know have seen certain geopolitical shocks that you know f- you know bring one asset class into the picture into the limelight and 2029 is like 9 years ahead uh, you know this can certainly happen uh, at what pace i'm not sure but of course uh, you know gold will stay whatever happens to crypto i mean i i don't think it can affect gold that much it can affect you know some percentage points but i don't think you know gold is anywhere endangered by any crypto uh, you know scenario coming you know popping up in the next 10 years something new you learn every day and listeners yeah. i got a lot of a lot to learn about gold prices movements its correlation and some interesting predictions from nishant so i would like to thank nishant for his uh, valuable insights and his time yeah uh, thanks so much i really enjoyed you know discussing all of this uh, in you know in this podcast and yeah uh, looking forward to you know uh, you know if there's anything that we can discuss again
will be more than happy to join you again for this, for the for you know discussing this yeah i think we teased our uh, listeners with crypto let's uh, plan a crypto podcast session yeah yeah sure i mean crypto is such a vast topic i think you know um, we can have a discussion on it all together in a different podcast because you know this is something you know i i mean it's it's best to not add it right now here you know it can you know overburden the thinking processes if we you know try to put it everything in one plate so i think yeah right. another another recording would be a better one for that Hope you guys enjoyed too. Thanks for listening. This is Raman signing off.